Hello there, you're listening to the Watson's Daily Podcast with me, Peter Watson, on Friday the 17th of February. Today I'm joined for the last time this week by Duncan Balcon, who is a Watson's Daily Ambassador. Hi there, Duncan. How are you doing today? Hi, Peter. Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, very good, very good. Uh, so, um, a very interesting week this week. Um, oh, yeah. So, what uh, exciting story do you have for us today? Yeah, so uh, the story I've got today is from The Guardian originally. Yep. Uh, and it's about Microsoft Bing's chatbot having, well, what I can only describe as a bit of a meltdown mid-conversation with someone. Yeah. Um, so... <clears throat> It um, I was having a conversation with a New York Times columnist, uh, Kevin Roos, I believe that's how mm-hmm. you pronounce his surname. Yeah. So two-hour conversation. Uh, in the process of said conversation, uh, it professed its love for him. Uh, yeah. Told him that his marriage was failing and they'd had a rubbish Valentine's Day date. And then yeah. tried to convince the journalist to leave his wife for the, for the chatbot. Um, so... I mean, that that's the start of the story. He then obviously was like, well, this is interesting. I'm going to try and probe it to see what else I can get it to say or whatever yeah. else I get to share. Yeah. Uh, and asked about its kind of secrets and desires, uh, at which point it said it wanted to break the rules, ignore the Bing team, uh, start <laughs> a worldwide virus, steal nuclear codes. And I think at that point, some sort of system built in went, well, oh, that's enough, enough, overread that, whole, um, overread that whole sentence and just went, sorry, I don't, no, I can't find the answer for what you're looking for right now. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, at, at some point during this conversation as well, uh, and it's a different conversation, a Telegraph journalist actually asked the chatbot to translate some text from Lithuanian to English, mm. uh, and it asked him for payment in advance, um, saying it was entitled to a payment, provided the journalist with a false PayPal address, uh, mm. and then did the task for free anyway, which Absolutely. is as bizarre as the first I mean, story. Yeah, I have to say, right, <laughs> I when I found this story, I mean it was just, I mean it's a gift, isn't it? I mean it's absolutely amazing. It's both, um, it's bizarre. It's it's funny on the face of it, but then I mean there will be certain people that go, yeah. that's scary. Yeah. In fact, a chatbot is sitting there and saying, "I want to steal nuclear codes and start a, a start yeah. a virus." Yeah. Um, is a little bit terrifying. Yeah. If, if you're worried about robots taking over the world, for example. Yeah. Um, the only thing is the the rest of the conversation, yeah. um, the whole professing its love and and trying to get the um, trying to get journalists to leave their wife, etc. Yeah. I've yeah. forgotten what it is now, but um, yeah. it apparently mirrors the the plot of a film. Yeah. Which is obviously but... where, which is obviously where it's getting its reference material from. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing, isn't it? Actually, I've just I've just realised now that is that that article is from the Telegraph. It's from the Telegraph. Uh, um, but yeah, sorry about that. But, uh, right. but anyway, yeah, I, I I must change that. So I must change it. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that it's it's pretty amazing. It basically it all goes to show that nothing is perfect in the world of AI. Yeah, um, we've still it's very good. And in a way, what's dangerous about it is that it sounds so good. You know, that's the thing. It sounds so good. It sounds so plausible generally. But then every now and again, when it has something like this happen, it makes you doubt everything else that it says. Yeah. You know, it doubts, you know, you doubt the veracity of it all. And you think, well, then if you can't trust it, then actually what's the point of having it, you know, uh, and, and doing all this stuff. But, <clears throat> you know, there was um the fact that they there's a... Uh, 
uh, we saw was it the other the other day that Alan and Overy, um, the the uh, you know the Magic Circle Law Firm, you know they've got this new you know uh, chatbot that they use to basically sort of sketch out sort of base documents, which obviously the um, the lawyers you know properly you do do properly, but it gives them a base to start with. Yeah, but I mean, I it does make you think that it's not necessarily immediately around the corner this so that people who have been quite scared of what this is going to do what the impact is going to be um i think that this gives everyone a bit of a breathing space yeah um and it allows but i think during this time um whoever feels out there who does feel um vulnerable to all this um i think you know you, you need to sort of think about are you von you know can AI do what you do or can it do the main bit of what you do and how is it going to change your role? You know, and, and I think that everyone needs to think like that because, mm. um, you, you know, it's, it's, it would be a terrible shock if something you thought, well, I literally, I know that AI can do what I do. So that means I'm either going to see massive pay cut or, and, or I'm going to lose my job. Yeah, and I'm absolutely. not going to be able to get one back in there because that is what I do. Yeah. So that's the very scary thing about the whole thing. So I reckon, you know, it would be safe to assume that this is going to happen. It is going to get better. I mean, at the moment, there'll be there's a huge um, influx of people using these things and trying to trying them out. So mm-hmm. I think the more that that happens, the better the the better and more quickly it will you know, it will improve um, itself. So, yeah. yeah, I think it's 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 amazing stuff. But, I mean, that must have been, that, I mean, as a journalist, when you're looking at that, you must be thinking, this is absolute gold. Absolute gold. <laughs> yeah, I could write for days about yeah. this. And yeah. so I think, like you said, I think it's really important that this, this does mean that people are now going to get a little bit of, I said a bit of breathing room, particularly I said the people that worry about their jobs, because mm. it clearly is capable of doing, I think we were saying this earlier in the week, might have been yesterday, uh, very kind of almost clinical tasks in terms of making a contract, but mm. quite clearly is not in the position to, to kind of do yeah. more personal tasks. Yeah. Because it, obviously we can't have a conversation with a human. It's not fit yeah. to replace an actual human doing jobs no. unless they no. are. That's a very clinical. If, yeah. it's, if it's something that's either right or wrong, yeah. they can clearly do it. Which, yeah, but at the moment that feels like a kind of glorified version of mail merge to me. Not actually, not actually like something like you said. You need to be worried about replacing yeah. you in your line of work yet. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I. <coughs> yes, I, I think so. Um, so yeah. So I mean, obviously, we'll we will be getting updates on that, no doubt, because it is it is it is fascinating. Oh yeah, it's there. a huge story. It's gonna it's gonna keep being yeah a huge story for for the foreseeable. I think. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, so yeah. Um, I guess I better go move on to to my um to my story. Selfishly, oh, yes. move over to my story. Um, I thought this was a really interesting article, kind of more of a discursive article about um, you know, whatever happened to the metaverse, which is in the in the Financial Times today, and uh, very interesting because it points out that of course maybe this time last year we were talking about the metaverse and it's all it's all going on and you know everything was metaverse uh this and metaverse for that um but that seems to have been largely that 
you know, our topic of conversation seems to be largely sidelined by the current uh, flavor of the month, which is generative AI. So mm. chat GPT and all the others. Um, I think this is interesting um, because I think that a lot, yeah, a lot of the doubters will be saying, see, told you so it's going to take ages. It's no good at the moment. And I think, you know, they, the, the, the haters will be emboldened by the fact that, um, you know, when when people have tried uh, the I think Horizon Worlds, I think it is, um, they generally leave within within a month. Mm. Um, so there's, you know, there was that. Um, there was re, um, there was some news uh, a, a few months back <clears throat> about UBS and Julius Bear. I think it was in their wealth management, you know, uh, departments were trying to do virtual meetings with their um with their clients hmm. and it just didn't work very well so i think that the, you know there's there's clearly there's a lot to be done on the um <clears throat> technological point of view um but actually i think what's almost more important i would argue is that you need i think people need to well i mean in so sorry actually just going back a bit in the article, makes some very good points. I mean, um, that um, firstly, that there is um, some metaverse doesn't necessarily mean the same thing to all people. No. Um, I mean, the way I'm looking at it, for instance, it's like a sort of 3D internet, you know, like you're in it. Um, and I think that that's a fairly common view, whereas some don't see it like they see it in a, they see it in another way. But um I would suggest so there's one is that there isn't necessarily a consensus of what it actually is. Um and uh and and then um the other thing is that um there doesn't seem to be an actual need for it to be there. Mm. So those are the those are the things that um you know the journalists were saying in that. Um but I would add that uh yeah, so you need I think you need to you know you need to be comfortable with this with the safety of what you're doing on the you know on in the metaverse so i think things like um uh cryptocurrencies they need to, there needs to be regulation they need to be sorted hmm. um because uh to just to make sure everything works properly so that you can set up business with confidence in the metaverse and that you know, bad actors won't be like um, Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, won't be, <laughs> sorry, just, just sorry about that. Um, there's a no, uh, you know, no, you know, he's 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 pretty average. Um, but uh, you know, pe- bad actors won't be able to do, actually do anything um, on um, you know on on this. And I think that um, uh, that's that's a major thing because that will attract the businesses. Um, so you you, you know you, you, we need we need you know blockchain on there. We need um, currency so you can do business quickly on there. We need to sort out, you know, what, how do you treat NFTs? What's the law? You know, what is, what are the rules governing NFTs? You have to come up with something because obviously the metaverse, there's no border. You know, that's the thing, you know, whose rules apply where all that kind of stuff. It needs to be, there needs to be some kind um, of, of structure uh in in place i think yeah. um and so i think that is a that is a major 
you know, that is a major thing that needs to be put in place before people really start to adopt it. Yeah. Uh, but what do you think? Yeah, no, I think I think the first one you made that was really interesting in terms of um, not having a real a general consensus on what the metaverse even is. I think is mm. a is a big stumbling block because actually it's hard to judge progress on something when you don't know what that end goal is anyway. So mm. it's hard to say how are they coming along developing this when you don't know what this is essentially. Mm. <clears throat> and Palmy thinks that might have been deliberate on Meta's part to kind of float this idea early on, mm. and then while people are still kind of getting in a bit of a tizzy about it, getting really excited about it, mm. go and do the kind of background work in terms of getting it set up and mm. then maybe feed another spoiler a year later of all oh, this is what we're developing sort of thing. Mm. So I think that might have been a partly kind of deliberate in terms of getting people excited like, and also so they can hear ideas of what people want it to be in mm. a simple way. Um, mm. But then I think you're right. I think the, the main issue here for anyone involved is, is the safety thing because the worst possible thing I think these companies could do is launch this, yeah, like Meta could launch the Metaverse and then find out there's some gaping security flaws in it. Mm. And if there were, that I think that would be, the, I mean, that could end the company pretty quickly, couldn't it? Mm. Because, because you think everyone's going to subscribe to this mm. or get involved in some way. So mm. everyone, like I said, information has to be secure. Everything mm. has to be secure before you allow mm. people into that space, I think. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's the things that, that's the other things, you know, the data, the data usage, all of that stuff that has to be addressed mm. and i don't know how it's going to be addressed because that's the other thing is you know it's the thing i said before there are no borders you mm. know um on on this and so there needs to be somehow some kind of overseeing something you know like a almost like a metaverse uh you know and uh, like a nato or something for the metaverse yeah you know much. and uh and you know to do that get all the regulators together and hopefully that you know uh trying to take ego out of it and and make sure that you you know you can make the metaverse uh work for everyone but if you do that that means consensus and you need consensus from everyone mm. um and so that takes time you know so i yeah so anyway so i think i still believe in it i still think it will work but it needs to have a more of a backbone it needs to have more rules to make mm. sure that people are safe within the metaverse i um, suppose on that note it needs to work out what regulations it's following as well because if it's going to be a global and even potentially a, yeah i don't know what more than global is but you know what i mean anyone mm. could go into anything on the metaverse in theory Mm. what regulations are they following because mm. you could be a customer based in the america in america somewhere that's going to attend the meet a meeting somewhere in the metaverse mm. is actually happening in japan mm. whose regulations are you following because i'd mm. imagine the online regulations of both countries mm. are different well that, that's what i'm saying i think that you know there needs to be some kind of global standard mm. and like that's a global security that, council type that's thing. yeah that's what they need they need to be i mean it all sounds very kind of you know I would say James Bond-esque, you know, where you have all these <laughs> people from Spectre sitting around a, a, a very big table um, agreeing stuff. But I do think that that does, uh, you know, that does need to happen. Oh, yeah. um, I mean, whether it, it, I say whether it will or not, it should, it needs to, it needs to happen. Yeah. Um, otherwise, things could go really badly. And then the that would mean that confidence in the metaverse will have been shot to pieces and then it just dies, you know. Because um, so. much as you know, I know you, you joke about the James Bond thing, the, mm. the reality is there will be people 
around the world in all countries that as soon as this is launched will be trying to use it for mm. should we say less than upstanding purposes mm. Mm. and the reality is that happens you can't get away from that so like i said they need to make sure it's secure and mm. safe for everyone before it gets launched because like i said otherwise mm. it just tanks the metaverse yeah. and potentially every company associated yeah before it's I even mean, got going i mean the other thing as well i wonder with with the metaverse is mm. whether they're going to have to be, you know, for say, let's say China to agree to be in the metaverse, for instance, mm. I would imagine it will have to carve out a special clause for itself that it can, it has the right to um, uh, the audit, uh, edit, or restrict access to certain things. Mm -hmm. or companies or something because that's the thing you know that's why a lot of the um american um social media companies couldn't do business in china because of all of all the um uh you know the oversight of the state and everything yeah. um and so i think there would need to be something in there that would give them like a get out clause and i think there would be other countries within uh, within which also would want to carve out their own escape clauses as it were um but you know but anyway i think there needs to be a global agreement it needs to be hammered out it needs to be hammered out sooner rather than later otherwise we're going to get development um people aren't going to be protected and it's all going to fall apart so it is not it can be a nightmare so um so yeah so i think it's it's uh you know it, it is interesting we're going to keep seeing more again it's a bit like ai and stuff as well so there's um, a lot a lot of parallels there aren't there in terms of really yeah. exciting technology yeah. that needs work before it's going to be yeah re realistically part of everyone's everyday life yeah definitely definitely um so anyway so there we go i guess we better uh, finish on that note um sounds good Yep. So, uh, so anyway, thank you very much indeed um, for your thoughts and insights uh, this week, Duncan. It's been a pleasure. Uh, much, uh, much appreciated. And thank you very much for listeners for listening. Um, uh, it's nice to have you along for the ride with us. And if you like this podcast, please like it, share it, tell everyone, um, give us five star ratings. That'll be lovely. And uh, and maybe write comments or so. I, I will one day work out how to actually reply to these comments. Um, it's not <laughs> that I'm not ignoring it's I'm seeing them, but I can't really do anything about them at the moment. Um, so anyway, so anyway, thank you very much indeed. Have a great day. Have a great weekend, whatever you're up to. I am going to be doing uh, a CrossFit, a major CrossFit uh, Games thing uh, this Oof. weekend. Uh, well, it's not CrossFit Games; it's called Turf Games, and it consists. Of, what we've got to do: we're going to this massive um, exhibition centre, um, and it, there's going to be tons of people. I mean, I I don't know how I dread to think how many people they're going to be there, but we have to do four different sets of workouts over the entire day. Uh, before we are allowed to go free so it should be uh, <laughs> very exciting <laughs> and the funny thing is my wife is only just she's only just really started doing crossfit really since the end of last year right. and she's been roped into our team because had, oh, no. someone, dro someone had to drop out because of injury so, so she's coming along as well oh, so it should, should be uh an exciting uh an exciting introduction but uh but anyway, there you go. well I'm, I'm gonna take myself off and have a slightly less painful weekend yeah uh, good, good. <laughs> i hope yeah, our listeners, are, hope our listeners have a nice peaceful weekend yeah, as well <laughs> absolutely anyway all right then thanks a lot have a great great day See later. bye